Right. A good vlog. Oh, my second mic. I need a. No, no, it's okay. I have to give it over to somebody soon, anyways. Chutzlar's emails? Why? It's not for them, it's for us. All right, Raboisai, we have. Today we're just going to show one picture, one email, because we have a special guest speaker, a two minute speech. Best speeches ever, two minute speech. I'm going to introduce him in a minute. Another way to learn Rebelli's daf from Jack Warman and Flatbush. Dear Rebelli, I've been listening to both your eight minute version and your full version every day. I also listen when you read the email. I found out something interesting. Most people say that they use the eight minute version as a great review of the daf. Of course, they listen first to the full version and then review the eight minute. Accidentally, I found another way to use them both. I find that this works for me and maybe it works for others too. I treat the eight minute version as a kind of cliff note version. In eight short minutes, I have an idea what the daf has to say. I listen to the eight minute first, then listen to the full version and find it easier to follow along because it's already familiar to me. It's almost like you, Reb Eli, are teaching me the basics first and then go deeper. I'm almost 70 years old and this is the first time I'm trying with your help to make the daf yoimi, truly yoimi. To make the, uh, the guy's paying attention I see. It's not about the daf, it's about the yoimi. And now I have a beautiful picture somebody sent. This is a little different. This is not somebody learning the eight minute or the share, but he, got, he was in a hotel. It's a barista. Someone's very tall. Wow. Whoa. 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 Ripple. So you know, I, I've spoken a few times about, I'm fascinated about, about this idea about Rabdavid Hofstetter, for instance, sitting over there in uh, Canada, and he came up with an idea how to get thousands and thousands of people to learn Torah through tests, and we have the very big schos of having the two Kol Yaakov brothers, and Reb Shimon is going to address us. He's from the famous organization Torah Anytime, with over 9 million hours of Torah studied on their website last year alone. And besides that, they have the phone, 100,000 minutes a day, and the schusim are unbelievable. So without any further uh, delay, I want to introduce you to Reb Shimon Kol Yaakov. Here. Wow. Reb Eli, thank you so much for this opportunity to say two, uh, two words. Um, so I'm very excited to be here. My brother Ruben, we're the founders of Torah Anytime. And Baruch Hashem, uh, we're 14 years old. We wanted to come to Eretz HaKodesh to, to thank Hashem, the amazing source that He gave us to run this organization. I just want to let everyone know that over the next few months, Bezat Hashem, there will be tremendous upgrades and enhancements to Torah Anytime. Uh, to you make you're going to put our shear online? Yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. I'm looking forward for a wonderful partnership with the Shem. I've been getting calls from all over the place for, for this year to go into our town. We have 750 people or more trying to get on right now. Baruch Hashem, we're going to make this happen. That's right. Everything at the right time. But um, I just really, just really quickly wanted to share with you. Uh, also, we have a phone system like the Rabbi mentioned. Uh, if for whatever reason you don't have a smartphone, uh, don't, get a, don't get a smartphone for Torah anytime. Just dial in. We have the number to give you, but really what I want to mention, we're most excited about 
is that about 10 months ago, we started a project called the Torah Anytime Daily Dose. And what this is, is we take the very best speakers of the world, their very best shirim, the very powerful two, three minutes from the best shirim, from the best speakers, and we put very emotional music to it. And in the end of it, you get this one-line takeaway that just penetrates in, into the neshama and stays with you forever and, and creates tremendous change. We get feedback from all over the world how these daily doses are helping people. It's very important that everyone in this room, you, you, you save this number that's on the card. We'll, we'll give the card out. It's, uh, for those watching on Torah Anytime, hopefully, is that Hashem soon? And everywhere else, uh, the number is 929-355-4268. 929-355-4268. You save that number on your phone as a contact. Call the Torah anytime, daily dose or whatever. But most importantly, WhatsApp message that number, the words, add me. Add me. And I promise you, you're going to look forward to this every day. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, that was my message. Guys, please continue spreading the word. Whatever device someone has, we, we got you covered. And Rabbi Eli, thank you again for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to working with you. Beside the show. Thank you. Right, it's amazing that, uh, I, don't, I don't know the whole background, maybe a different time Rav will tell us, but you have people that, regular Balabatim, that came up with the idea and to use the internet for the advantage of Torah learning, it's amazing what they accomplished. So, anybody in this room could do the same thing, if you just put your mind to it, somehow, somewhere, you could do it. Just today, Chaim Kornbluth was telling me that, I forgot who it was, who said it? Rav Shach said that if... If Hitler, Yemach Shemoy, was able to kill six million Jews, then each and every one of us has the ability to create six million Jews. And here's, a, here's an example how you create six million Jews. All right, Zokti Gemara, we're holding Daf Mem Gimel Omet Aleph. By the way, today's giveaway is, is not a safer, it's a true giveaway. It's a 200 shekel. Whoever wants to wear trailers for the first time, I have two more packages left from an anonymous donor in the Shear. If you want to jump into the Tchelis thing. We're holding on Daf, Mem, Gimel, and Aleph, on the top, five lines down. The Mishnah tells us that if people are sitting together, they're leaning, they're on that picture that we had the other day, people on the couches. And one person makes a bracha of Hamoitzi for everybody else. Amarav. And remember, we finished off Friday's daf where Rav was nifter. And they were going to Zlavaya. Here he is, he's back alive again. Omer Rav. This is talking about bread. One person could be mighty everybody else because it needs a seva. People lean when they eat bread. But wine, so now we have two Lashonis and Rav. They're basically the opposite of each other. On the first Lashon it says, Bread requires leaning. In other words, you don't need Haseva. Even without Haseva, I could be mighty everybody else. But I could be mighty other people when they drink wine. And what's the Pshat? Because when you drink, it's very, I don't know, you know, Seder night, when you try to drink that cup of wine, it's a balagan. It doesn't really work so well. So there's a lot of people that drink wine, not Be'eseva. So it's not necessary to lean in order to make a Kfir Suda. So therefore, I can be mighty everybody else without leaning. And he's mechulak. And he's consistent in both Lashonas. Rabbi Yechonon holds, you need a Seva when it comes to wine. 
Ikadamri, it's the exact opposite. Only bread works if you do a seva. You cannot be mighty another person, period. Even if you do a seva, says Rav, in the second Lashon, you're not yoytza. So we have two Lashonis. One Lashon says, I could be mighty everybody else, like we do on Friday night. And the other Lashon says, you can't be mighty other people. And even if you lean all you want, it's not going to work. It's amazing. We're talking about the first bracha. The first bracha, yeah. So the way it worked in those days, imagine a, a, a wealthy person with a big mansion. You invite a lot of people over to eat. So when they came into the room, they came into the first room. And in that first room, he would serve them wine, but they wouldn't do a seva yet. They would sit around and cheers, just waiting for all the guests to show up. Once all the guests showed up, they went into the second room. Over there, that's where they had all their, be- all their, their couches, their beds, and they would do all the seva. Says the Gemara, how do the, these two lashonas, again, on one lashon it says that one person can be mighty everybody else out with wine. The other lashon says you cannot be mighty. How does it work with this story over here? They sit around on chairs and on benches until everybody shows up. And everybody washes one hand. Why do you wash one hand? Either according to Rashi because your hand is tame, or according to Taisvas to give chashivas for the bracha. Only one hand is necessary for now. Balem yayin, and then the wine shows up. They, they lived in style. The guests come, you give them some wine, until everybody shows up. Everybody makes a bracha to himself. So what's the kasha right now? Why does everybody have to make a bracha to himself? Why can't one person be mighty to everybody else, according to the first Lashon and Rav, that every one person can be mighty to everybody else? Alu, now everybody shows up. So now they all go in. They transition into this next room. What? Okay. We'll see in a second. Rabbi uh, Yechen yeah. But it doesn't say, it doesn't say that they, they lean. According to Rabbi you have to do a seva. They, weren't, they, they didn't do a seva because they're on cheers. What? No. The first one. Yeah. Now they go, they transition to the second. Shalom, how are you? Welcome. What do we got? Uh, Chicago? Big fan, big fan. Wow. Here, there's a chair. There's a chair right here. Thank you. Yeshua, how many chairs did you put out? Wow. Okay. Hush of a guest from Lincolnwood, Illinois. Givaldic. So now they transition to the second room and they all have couches, they have chairs, not like us. Oh wow, what is going on in the back over there? Boisai. We shouldn't have a situation where people have to stand. Ay, 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 ay. Talk to Yeshua. So now you, everybody has to wash both hands because they're about to eat bread, they're about to eat food. Both hands, you're going to touch things, and even though you wash one hand, you might have touched your other hand with the other. 
So you have to redo both hands. Bolem yayin, now the second chorus comes with wine. Even though he already made a bracha, the bracha that he made initially on the first cup of wine doesn't work for this cup of wine. Why? They went to another room. You need a new bracha. Over here it says all of a sudden, one person can make a bracha for everybody. How does this fit in with the second lotion of Rav that when it comes to wine, you can never be mighty anybody, no matter what? says the Gemara, let's see it inside. According to Lashon, that Rav says that you don't need to lean. Yes, they're sitting on their chairs and they're not leaning. They're sitting on a couch. They're sitting on a bench and they're not leaning. But one person can be mighty other people. Why does it say that everybody made a bracha for himself? Says the Gemara, no. These guests know that this is not their final room. They're going to transition into the second room. If they're not kveya, they don't. They, they don't think that they're going to be there permanently. Therefore, they cannot make a bracha for somebody else. We said that when it comes to be mighty somebody else, you have to establish a place, and it's not established. What about the second Lashon Rav that says you can never be mighty anyone at with wine? Kashi Seifa. Why? Because in the Seifa it says that one person is mighty everybody. So how is it that one person is mighty everybody? Yidei Chayv and wine when Rav says specifically you cannot. Says the Gemara, well, there is one caveat here. Shani awesome. The migu de komahanyele is seva lepas. Mahanyele is seva They are... They are eating bread. And for bread, they are koyveya makayim. They establish a place, and one person was mighty everybody. So once that place is established through the bread, now the person could make a bracha and be mighty everybody for wine. So even Rav, who says that when it comes to wine, you cannot be mighty other people, will admit that once the place is established. So like by us also on Shabbos, we said, even Rav will agree that we're koyveya makayim, we're sitting, One person cannot be mighty other people. But once the meal is over, in other words, the, the eating portion of the meal, they didn't bench yet, but the, the meal is over, one person says the bracha for everybody. What's the difference? Explains Rashi that people are worried, they, they're concerned about swallowing their food. And if they're concerned about their food, they're not going to have the proper kavana. When somebody's mighty to you, somebody says a bracha for you, you have to pay attention, you have to watch them, you have to think, you have to listen. You can't be thinking about, what's the matter? Okay. Maybe turn on the air conditioner, no? Ah, somebody's playing around again. Okay. We have cameras here, boys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that if 
you're concerned about swallowing, you're not going to have the proper kavana. But once the meal is over, then it's okay. Now, does any, once the meal is over, yeah, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Once the meal is over, what? Like if you make kiddush before, you're yotzi for the whole meal. Yeah, but we're talking about in the middle of the meal, people are eating their steaks, eating the meat, they're eating this, and all of a sudden a guy goes, and he has, he's in the middle of chewing, he's, he's concerned he might choke, so maybe he won't be yotzi, he won't, be, he won't have the proper kavana. But after the meal, after people are done eating, then he'll sit and think. And everybody ever wonder how come a person, we say, Savri Maranon. But when it comes to Hamaitzi, we say Bershus. What's the difference? What's the, why do we say that Lashon? So Tysus points out that Savri Marai, he says, means everybody pay attention. And that's what you say when, you, when you're saying a bracha on wine because you don't want people to choke. So you tell them, guys, listen up, I'm about to make a bracha. Bershus, everybody's already, they already washed their hands, nobody's chewing anything, so you don't have to tell them to pay attention. You just say, in your eye, Bershus. That's Taisus. Now, once I'm talking about that Taisus, Taisus all the way at the end, Hoyel Vein Bein Beisabli Taisus says, I didn't have a chance to look it up. I know that most people are not knowing like this, but I am. So I found it interesting that Taisus points out the halacha, at least Taisus says like that. All the way at the end of Taisus, long Taisus, Taisus says, three lines from then, That's why it's great, it's better for the one that does Avdallah and the ones listening to Avdallah. They should sit during Avdallah. Because that looks like they are there, they're there to stay, they establish a place, and that's why. So why other people stand during Avdallah, that we're going to have to listen to. What? Yeah, but they have to be yoytz of the bracha. When you're yoytz of bracha, you have to establish a place. What? No, why? The actual Avdallah, the actual bracha, no? You don't have to be yoytz of the bracha? No, but you don't have to be yaitza? No, you're not supposed to drink uh, from Abdullah. La you're not supposed to drink the wine. Huh? So you're saying like my son-in-law, mayor? Okay. You have, you have, uh, but you're mishpacha, you don't count. You're also related somehow to my brother and... It's two people in the mishpacha arguing with me. I'm sure I, what, you guys all stand, no? Everybody stands here. Yeah. Most people stand. Tyson says to sit. What? Who sits? It's easier to, who sits? There's only about 10 people that sit. Okay. We're all weirdos. We're all grunnicks here. Okay, fine. Zakti Gemara, Omer of Zero, what? To drink, okay. Who I'm Melamugmar. Who I'm Melamugmar. So we said in the Mishnah that the person, the person that has the schos to, to bench and to make the bracha on the wine, he's the person that also makes the bracha on the psamim, on the mugmar. What's mugmar? Mugmar is the incense that you put on coals. And it goes up in, in smoke, and that gives a nice reach. He has this chos. Says the Gemara, It seems like there's somebody even greater than him. Because if there's somebody, if the, the greatest person in the room, the biggest Tamil Chachim in the room, is saying the bracha on Bissamim, that's not a chiddush. But he says, We give it to him, we do him a favor, so to speak. Since he already made one bracha, we give him a, But there's a person that's even bigger than him in learning, bigger Tamil Chachim, why? 
says Gemara Misael el Rav, Domer Rebchia Barashim Rav, Anoitel Yodov Tchilo Bachreino. The first person who makes a bracha, who washes his hand on Mayim Achreinim, who Mizumel Bracha, right? So we had that whole, we had that the other day. The person who makes, who washes his hand Mayim Achreinim, first, he gets to bench. MMA what? Once he's benching, we tell him just finish all the other brachas. We have, we have a concept like that also. Like the guy that does slichas, he does shachas. There's a few halachas like that. The person. That was in the bread you're talking about. Similar a little bit. That's in Erev. Uh, in we said that since there was a one mitzvah done in the bread, so he's saying it goes in the body also. Once he did one mitzvah, throw on another. Okay. Cheftinagavra. Very nice. Zogdigimara. Ravi Rebbechi Aviyasvik Hamedri Rebbe Bisudoso. So Rav and Rebbechi were sitting in front of the Rebbe. Omalei Rebbe Lerav, kum sheyodoch. Rebbe tells Rav, get up and wash your hands. Chazid Rav Emiratus. He noticed that, Rebbechi noticed that Rav was shaking. He was, he was scared. What's going on here? Maybe Rebbe meant that he's doing something wrong. His hands are dirty. He's eating too long. What's going on here? Omalei Rebbechi Bar Pchasi. You're the son of Gdoilam. Don't worry, the opposite. He likes you. What he was trying to tell you is, start getting ready for benching. What's going on here is, in those days, they didn't have Sidurim. It was usher to, to, to dive in from a Siddur. Everything had to be Balpeh. So, you know, if somebody asks you to give a speech or something, you start preparing. You go to the mirror, you do, you know. So they told you're about to bench in front of Rebbe. Rebbe, look, he was, he was shaking when Rebbe told him something. He had to say the whole benching by heart. So he had to start chazering. The Rebbe said, I'm giving you a head start now. You should know you're going to bench. Get prepared. Be prepared. When do you make a bracha on a nice fragrance? Once the smoke goes up. In other words, it doesn't have to enter your nostril. You see the smoke, you know you can bench. But how can you make a bracha before you actually smelled it? Don't you know that even you didn't eat? You're holding the bread in your hand, yeah, but you didn't eat. Yet you make the bracha beforehand. So, so too, when it comes to smell, you make the bracha before you actually enjoy it. Avi, send him a message. He doesn't chop that we could all hear him, everyone. So this is interesting, Allah. You take this incense, you put it on coals. Now, Rashi points out that you don't even have a smell here. You don't, even, you don't have anything physical. The wood is gone. And yet you're saying, even though the wood is gone, you're saying, but there's no eights. The eight is burnt. Nevertheless, you say, What's mushk in English? Musk. What's musk? So Rashi says, it's all in Machlaikis Rishonim. Rashi says it comes from the waste of an animal. But most Rishonim say what they say today musk comes from deers. From the neck of a deer, it's a musk. So it comes from an animal. So obviously, you don't say, the tree of Besamim on an animal. Shemin Chayu. So types, different types of, of good, good smells. Rebbe 
How can you make a, a bayri atzi besamim on mugmar, which is the incense that you put on the... It says the only things you make atzi besamim are ala farsim and shebeis rebi, ala farsim and shebeis kesar. A farsimon, right? In those days, a farsimon is the best smelling thing. And it has to be good quality of farsimon. Vala hadas. Shibachomachim. And a good hadas that smells good. Rashi says it's lavdafka, these things. It's anything that you grab onto that you could smell. But not mugmar, not incense. To yufta, it's a very good kasha. Omalayav chizar of Yitzchok. Haimishchot a farsimon. Maim avarchim alavei. This, this good oil that comes from a farsim, what do you... By the way, there was a, I forgot where it was in the Gemara. There was somewhere in the Gemara, the Gemara says that in Zdaim, somebody darshaned in Shul. That's what it was. Somebody darshaned in Shul. He said, in Zdaim, they had a trick. They would give a farsim to their friends, a, a nice flask of a farsim. They said, listen, watch this with your life. So what did the guy do? He'd go and put it in his hiding spot. And then they would go and smell where it smelled good. And they would steal all the guy's jewels. That day that he darshaned in Harda in the base Medrash, there were 16 Gnevis in Harda. In other words, 60 people that listened to the shear ran out and, and tried the trick and it worked for them. Anyways, Afarsim was a big thing in those days. What? All right. So, Bari Shemen Artsenu means he created this oil of our land. What's our land? Eretz Yisrael. Who's saying? It's very interesting to notice. Who says this? Rav Yehuda. Who's Rav Yehuda? Rav Yehuda is the one that says you're not allowed to make Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. He's the one who's stuck in Babel. Yet, we says, Omalei Barmenei the Rav Yehuda. Don't bring any right from Rabbi Yehuda. The Chavivalei Eretz Yisrael. That's it. So Memela, he loves Eretz Yisrael. So he was biased. So he stuck in Eretz Yisrael into the bracha. But you cannot listen to him. I just found it interesting that Rashi brings here. I don't remember this. I'm sure it's all over Shas. But maybe I just, you know, with my memory and everything. It says here at the end of Rashi. He says, Kachri Yisi B'Sefer Yosef Ben Gurion. Yosef Ben Gurion is Josephus. So Rashi quotes him. I, I guess you know that's why it's uh, acceptable. To, it's very, it's very normal to say Josephus said this. If you take a tour in, in the old city, you're going to hear that a thousand times. But anyways, Rashi brings him. Fine. Oh, here we go, Rabbi Schomburg. No, seriously, he's. If anybody knows, he he wrote two books. One is called Yosef Ben Gurion. That's the Hebrew version. And what can we trust? What I'm saying is, he reliable or not reliable? That's the Shiloh. Same author. Okay. No, but he's saying if he did two versions, maybe one was more of a fiction than a. Okay. Zog the Gemara. Omar Lekuli Amamai. Okay, so Rabbi Yehuda is a big chassid of Eretz Yisrael. Like all the Gdailim were, everybody wanted to get to Eretz Yisrael. But what do we do? What's the real bracha? Omar Lekham, Rabbi Yechonon, Boirei Shemen Arev. He created a very pleasant oil. What's Kisharto? Kisharto says Rashi Koisht. What's Koisht? It's in the Ktairis. And this is what it looks like, maybe. This is what the article says it looks like. It's a beautiful flower, but I guess it smells really good also. Koisht. 
So this kesharto mevarchem alavei borei atzib psamim. So it's a list of things that also atzib psamim. It's look, it grows on a tree, and the Gemara is going to discuss: Is this considered a tree? Look, this doesn't look like a real tree to me. It's some sort of a branch. Oh, it's a, a little tough. If you take an oil that was the kaisht was soaked in it, that's not considered kaisht. At the end of the day, it absorbs the fragrance from the kaisht, and therefore it's like kaisht, and you say, If you ground kaisht into oil, that not. It's still considered kosh, even though it loses its form, it's still considered kosh. Simlok. Simlok is jasmine. Maybe, I don't, know, I don't know if it fits so well into Rashi. Rashi says there's three rows of, of leaves. I don't know, in this picture you can't really tell. Three rows of leaves, jasmine. But they say it is jasmine. Rashi even says it's jasmine. Rashi says the first word in Rashi, Yasmin. Omar Rav Chananel, so what do you make a bracha? Bayrei Atzi Besamim. Omar Rav Chananel, Omar Rav, Hani Chilfa the Yama. What's Chilfa the Yama? So Rashi says it's also part of the Ketairis. It's called Shibaylis Nerd. That's what we say every day in Ketairis. Mevarchem Alayu Bayrei Atzi Besamim. Here, this is what it looks like. Chilfa the Yama. Right over here. Get this? It's not. It's in English. It's spike nerd, spike nerd, much because uh, spike nerd, spike nerd, spike nerd. Now I understand. Spike nerd. I did go online to hear how they said it, and they might have said your way, probably. Okay, spike nerd. Yeah, that's what I just said. She buy this nerd. Omar Mar. Zutro. Micro. Here's the problem. The issue is, are these things considered trees or considered bushes? When it comes to fruit, this is probably not a tree. Maybe it is. It grows from year to year. I don't know. Look at this guy. Koish doesn't look like a tree to me. This looks like it, once, it's a, it's a, once you take it, it's gone. Says the Gemara, micro, that when it comes to psalmim, the halachas, this is showing if the halachas change in psalmim versus fruit. You say you see that pishtim, cotton, flax is considered an eitz. So when it comes to some, it's also eitz. Rabbi Shai Omar, Hai Narkoim. Roses. The Ginunisa, garden roses. Why? Because it's a tougher bush and it actually goes from year to year. The Dabra, but the wild ones, Bari Izbeid Psamim. Perhaps, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm guessing that it's less of a, it's not as strong, maybe it doesn't last. It's a weaker one. They're it's what? Water. They're not watered, they die. So, is it an AIDS or not AIDS? He's saying that because they're not watered, they die. Okay. Ooh, Omar Avsheshis. Hi, Sigley. Violets. Some people say the Dudaim. Violets, I didn't have a chance to print it out. I don't know what the article says. What does the article say yeah, on violets? I'm sure he gives some good... Violets, I, I, I forgot. I have to go online. What does a violet look like? Avi, maybe grab us a picture. It's violet. I want to know what the violet looks like. The violet, violet. If a person smells... A, now, esrig is different. The esrig is a fruit, but it also smells good. 
Oy bechabusha. What's a chabusha? Quince. Here. You guys know what this is? Wow. No, this is a vi- this is a violet color or a violet? Here's a violet. This is what it looks like. Violet. It's violet. Sigley. But I guess it has a good smell. I have it on my porch. Everyone wants to see. This is ripe right now. Rabbi say, go out and get one. A quince. So it's a fruit slash. It smells really good. So there's a special bracha. Raboisai, what if you go to Nechama Bakery and there's a really good smelling hot bread that just came out of the oven? What bracha do you make on it? On the smell. On the smell. Just on the smell. You guys think I'm crazy, right? The Ramos says, on a hot bread that comes out of the oven, you make a bracha. That's what he says. Shinosan reyach toiv bapas. Tell you the Ramos. This is the Ramos. What about an esrig on the middle of sukkahs? You're, you're holding an esrig in your hand, and it smells really good. What bracha do you make on it? Okay, so that's a machlag zirushayin, because they, they, you, they sell you the esrig, and they, they, they grow these esrig, not for the smell, for the, for the mitzvah. You bought it for the mitzvah, not for the smell. Machlag is rishayin. What about the shuk? The shuk? Esrig or what? Oh, just the smell? The bad smell of people, the body owner? <laughs> I'm having you that. This is special. Shenosan reyach toy bashuk. I have no idea. I'm having you the high man the novik beyoyim nisan. It's coming up, Rabbi Yisai. This is Allah l'maisa, because everybody says that it has nothing to do. The Rishonim say there's not nothing to do with Nissan. Every country in its place. When the, when did the fl- when did the trees bloom in Eretz Yisrael? Tubishvah, but it's not. It didn't happen yet, right? So in a, in a, in a few weeks. No, it's not Nisan. Shkedim are already blooming, he says. So you don't have to wait for this Gemara. Biyamim Nisan is not Dafka. You see it blooming. He created beautiful trees. We, we, this is similar to what we said in Baron Fashus Lachaira. We could have lived off bread, plain simple bread, and water. Yet Akash Baruch Hu gives us all these beautiful trees, stam, for our enjoyment, for no other reason, just to be nice to us. It's an amazing bracha. What kind of business is it that we make a bracha on its smell? It's not a physical thing. It goes into our body like nothing else. Usually, you have to chew something, you have to make a bracha on the reach. Shenemar kol anishomatahaluka. This is something that, well, we have to understand the Rishonim talk about it. Your body does have enough from it, it doesn't have enough from it. The point is that the Neshama benefits from it, unlike food. Reach is the most ruchnis thing that, the closest thing to ruchnis that we could come to. It does, it's not physical, yet we benefit from it. It's very ruchnis. So, Memela. And that's what the, the, the Pasuk says, call Haneshama. Something that Haneshama has Hanar from, Ruchnius, Tahalil Ka, you should be Mishabech Gojbarah. Again, going with that theme, once you mention a name, you go on with it. When I was reading this, it reminded me of the Maisa of that guy that just got kicked off the plane, Rahman Alitzlan. But, Lasset Lavai, all Yidin are going to have a good, it was a Yid, the Frum guy. Whatever, we're not going to, mm, okay. 
Nachmanus is having a heart attack. Not in front of the door anytime, guy. What's wrong with you? She is the other guy. You never. Yehu yon koisav yichazay so. Yes, yeah. That's not the point. The point was the guy didn't smell. The guy was a great guy. He was a great guy. He smelled like Kilavonim. They didn't have. He smelled like Kilavonim. They didn't know what Kilavonim was. Right. But this guy is poor guy. I was just. It was just a joke. It was just a thing. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know the mice. I didn't check it out. I didn't smell him. Yeah, they were very upset. I, I remember that the guy he's online and he said, "Good, he Whatever. should." Whatever. He's not Good. a bear spot. He's not a bear spot. He's on the, he's on the online. Right. right. But not on Torah anytime. He's online, but not on Torah. There is no minutes on Moshe Shabbos. Rabbi Boy said, "Ilu davar soif." They're going to smell like Lebanon. Rabbi said, This is an amazing Gemara. Amazing. Hagosh Baruch made everything beautiful in its time. You don't even have to say anymore. The Gemara says it all. Everybody's occupation, Hagosh Baruch makes it beautiful for them. If you're a trial lawyer, you like being a trial lawyer. If you're a carpenter, but it's more than that. The Chavis Avavis says, just like every animal, going back to the safari, we have to go ahead. <laughs> every animal has its Milo and Chisari, right? So if, if a Kajbochu created that this animal has, let's say an anteater, has a very long tongue, so it could go into the, into the, the what, what is it called? That, the whole antil and, and grab ants. And then the lion has a very long tooth, so it could do this. And every animal has its thing, so it could... Hakushbochu made people the same way, he says. And Shari and check it out. He says that Hakushbochu uh, made people with different midos. People like, some people are more aggressive, some people have very good hands, so they're carpenters, some people this. Everybody was born with certain tchunas to make him like his job, and Rashi explains why. So that we, everything gets done. Somebody has to defend those poor guys. Somebody has to make shtenders. Somebody has to do all this stuff. And that's how Hakushbochu created the world. Hakushbochu. You hear it? We got to say this again. Who made it beautiful for him? His job is beautiful for him. The guy that works in the sewer, Rashi says, the guy, the tanner, he loves that smell. He, gets, he can't live without it. He needs that smell. Now, if you're going to try to change your job, say, ah, I'm a better man. I don't, I don't, uh, it's not my thing to take those. Temporary toilets and clean them out. That's not my thing. I, I'm choshev. So, what? So. <laughs> okay. You said some people have omnus to schnar. Okay, whatever. Not, 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 I didn't say that. There's going to be a few cuts here. We're going to do a few editing later on. You take a dover acher, like that kid in Muncie, that beautiful video of that kid in Muncie. He's telling a guy that an iPhone is like P-I-G, and the guy's like, what? He's like, P-I-G, it's a P-I-G. So the Gemara also calls it P-I-G, the Gemara doesn't want to say pig, the Gemara says, Dover Acher, that other thing. In other words, if you take a pig and you give him a good piece of clean food and put it on his neck, what is it gonna ha- what's going to happen? View the day of it. He's going to do his thing. He's going to roll in the mud and make sure that that clean piece of food, the kaira, which we discussed the other day, was the, the palm shoot. What broch do you make on a palm shoot? Some say it, it's going to get hard, so we make a shackle. So this palm shoot, give it to a pig, he'll make sure it's dirty. So 
If you try to change your jobs, not a good idea, he says. Another one. When we're talking about Shadim, it's dangerous to go outside with Shadim, the Gemara is going to explain. Avuka, a lamp, is the Pshat that he and the lamp are considered two, and therefore, as we're going to see, the Shadim don't bother you. Maybe there's three people walking here. A lamp is two, Asim is three. Toshma, the moonlight is like three. If you're going to consider him as one and the moon as two to the total for three, Shaper, that makes sense. But if the moon is three and he's the fourth, when it comes to Shadim, four is unnecessary. The, top, the most you need is three people to get rid of Shadim. And the Gemara explains, The way it works with Shadim is, if you're going by yourself in a place with the Shadim, you'll see them and they'll harm you. But if you're two people, you'll see them, it's scary. This is the boogie monster, but they won't harm you. It's better not to see, you know they're around you, but you don't see them, that's the best. So the lamp is like two together with the one holding it. So the lamp is only one, together with him it's two, and you'll see them, but they won't harm you. Another one from Rav Merav. This is a famous Gemara. It's better for a person. It's better to throw yourself into the fire rather than to embarrass your friend in public. Where's the. Yeah, here he is. I see. He's turning colors already. I'm not going to embarrass him. No, but somebody. I was once somebody for uh, answering his phone in Milshir. And he sent me an email about this Gemara. He quoted this Gemara that I was Mavayish Pechavere, but he came over to me yesterday and he said I was right. Why? Because the guy picked up his phone for the second time and said hello, Milshir. Anyway, Lobashaneh, he's not here tonight, Judah, and the kids are not a brown. Now, the Shaila is, but we're friends. We're, we're friends. He got it. He realized that I explained to him that Judah is my cousin and we, we go at it already for two years and this is not, he's new to this year, he doesn't know. Anyway, Tachlis, if a guy comes over to you with a gun and says, embarrass the guy in public, or else I'll kill you. What do you do? What do you do? Machlag is Rishonim. Some Rishonim say, Toysis holds, get killed. This is Ritzi. Maybe you die. Other Rishonim say, no. Lemaisa, if somebody tells you, you personally, do it or else I'll kill you unless you embarrass the Fansky, embarrass me. I'm, not, I'm Moichel. I'm, I'm personally Moichel. I don't know if I'm but I'm Moichel. Ois, ois. Minala, how do you know this? Mitamar, the famous story of Tamar. She could have saved her life, perhaps. She had the simonim, she had everything to prove her innocence. But she would throw Yehuda under the bus. She decided she's going to get thrown in. And she did it privately and she was saved, but she could have saved her life otherwise. If they brought a farsim into him, Vada, so now he has two things in front of him. He has oil. Oil is not the real deal. Oil is derivative of the farsim. But you have the adas, that's the real thing. On the other hand, Shemin smells good. So what do you do? You make the bracha on the oil. And then, on the adas, or you, you might see the adas if it's the same bracha. Because on the, on the shemen, what bracha do you make? Shemen arev. On the adas, you make atzib somim. We still argue. Who do we paskin like? It says over here in the Shulchan Aruch, Mevarach al-Adas, Vakach Mevarach al-Shemen. Oram Gamliel, Ani Achriya. I'm going to decide. Shemen zochinu l'reichoi, v'zochinu l'sichosoi. V'shamayi is right, says Rim Gamliel. Why? Because Shemen does two things. 
First, you, you wash your hands with it. Second, it smells real good. Hadas the Allah is like the one that's Makriya. Now the Rishonim discuss it real quickly. Safe trip. He'll be very, 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 very Gemara. So the Rishonim say, Rabbi Yechonon, every time somebody's Makriya, that's, that's Allah. If you have a Makhloikis, third guy comes along and says, Rabbi Yechonon, very good. The Rishonim explained very nice because he's not a Makriya. Makriya means you take a little bit of Bishamah, a little bit of Silla, and you Makriya. Over here, passing like Bishamah, fine. Here's an amazing story that needs a lot of explanation. They brought this child in front of him. You have a farsimon and you have a das. What do you do? First he made a brach on the hadas, not like Rungam Lil and Rabbi Paskin. He did the brach on the hadas. What's wrong with you? Don't you know Rabbi Gamliel said that Allah is like Bishamah, not like Basil? Why do you do like Basil? It's not true. Rava Paskin like Basilil. Halachik Basilil. Says the Gemara, listen to this. The Gemara says, Rapapa was embarrassed. He made up a story. He forgot that Allah is like Rim Gamliel. That Rim Gamliel passing Allah is like Bishamai. And he did like Basilil. He didn't know what to do. He said, oh, Rava says it. Now if you look, the guy takes this out. Toysis says, Avaravalfa is the riff takes this line out. It's not true. Rapapa paskind that that looks like Basil. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't make it up. So this whole thing about Velohi, really, Rava in fact said that looks like Basil. And he did like Rava. And I saw something beautiful because I, I once said the story just recently. I said over that I was learning the mirror. I was by the window and my Chavrusa Zax used to knock everything I said. Everything I said is that that every, every time I had a decent cash, I would just tell him, oh, I saw the Marshall, the stipend last that. And he said, oh, this is great, it's good stuff. And then after like a week, I told him that I was just making it up, and he took my yarmulke and threw it out the window. And I had to walk out the door, beerhead. So I saw the sheet that brings, that if you hold the halacha is a certain way, you can throw in, Rava says it. So people should believe you. That, so he says it, somebody else's masman, he brings, he brings, that's something else. He brings Gemaras and Erevin and this, that you're allowed to do it like that. Anyway. Two kashas, two kashas. <laughs> Anytime you make a brach on something, you have to hold it in your right hand. So they brought in front of him two things, oil and wine. Because you're going to make the brach on the shem, so you hold it in your right hand. And the wine in your left hand. Why wine in left hand? Just put it on the table. Because they didn't have a table. The table's gone. Right now in days, seriously, they used to fold up the tables and get them out of the way. That means the shear is over. So people are starting to take coffee. You saw that? He pushed the button and ran. I know, no, it's the clean. I know it's the cleaning of the thing. So we still say no, the opposite. You make a bracha on the wine and then on the oil. No, it's clean, it's self-cleaning, so it's a sophisticated machine. Now listen to this, Rabbi so you have oil on your hand, what do you do with it? Now it would be a waste to just wipe it on a, on a towel. What's the best idea? You take your servant, and you just go like this on his head, nice, come here, this. Now, 
One of your shamish is a big Talmud Chacham. Let's say Rebbe Chaim Kenevsky's Yishamish. You're like, you're the stipler. You're the you, you should really do it on his head also, because it will be a waste. Now, there's a, there's a problem. Why? No, really, you should put it on his head. There's one problem. Chacham should not wear perfume when he walks out, as Gemara is going to explain. There's a chashad. But otherwise, yeah, even though he's a Talmud Chacham, you take your, your oily hand and you smear it on his face. So once we're talking about a gnaid for a Talmud Chacham, what's embarrassing, it's not, it's not proper for a Talmud Chacham to do, so Gemara brings six things. Actually, it's eight. Don't go out when you're full of perfume in the marketplace. The Gemara is going to explain everything. Don't go out with, uh, what is it called? Um, Patches on your shoes, thank you. And don't talk to a woman in the, in the marketplace. And don't be friends with Amarats and Amaritsim. Don't be the last one to come into the base manager. All these the Gemara is going to explain. You shouldn't take very wide steps, strides. And don't walk like this Balgaiva, you know, with his head up high. Why? This is talking about other places, uh, somewhere in Tel Aviv, that is a chashash. But in regular places, it's not a problem. It's only if he smeared it on his clothing. That's how they used to have deodorant in those days, like in France, today. You just throw some, you don't take a shower, you just fill yourself with perfume and you're good to go. Papa, I hope there's no French guys here. <laughs> I spend a lot of time in France, that's how it goes over there. Amra Papa, they think that, that the, the perfume actually works, but it, whatever. Two caches. Amra Papa, sorry, giving the dummy. Vamri Loki Gufe dummy. Papa says, what about his hair? His hair is like his baguette. Vamri Loki Gufe dummy. No. So it's a shayla. Is, is hair like a body or not? Now, nobody really should go out alone, and everybody discusses all these things. It's not really proper for anybody to do any of these things, but Tamil Chacham, you have to act a little bit better than a regular guy. You don't go outside at night by yourself. He doesn't have a sad thing. Now, Rabbi, this is bad news for everybody who just came to today's share. If you have a certain Kvios, then everybody knows you're going to the Kvios, it's okay. Now, I had a shadow when I was reading this Gemara. How do you go to the first shear? The first time you go to shear, people are going to be chayshed you. Oh, that, that's a good terrace. That's a good terrace. I had a better terrace. Once you go to a Matzi Shabbos shear, like Menachem <clears throat> Seltzer, whatever, guys, once you're, it's your, if you, Ellie, you came, you have to come every single week. Otherwise, it's a chashat. Like, you have to make sure that people know that you come to the shear every single week. That's what I'm saying. People that come to the night shear, that's it's bad news. If you have you uh, patches on your shoes. Your kids come to every night here, no? No, Ari comes. Right? So it's also for Tam Chachim to have patches. It doesn't look good. What do we do with Rabba? used to go out with patches on We're talking about two patches. Two patches is not good. Right? Similar to Tam Chacham that has a revav on his begad, it's not proper for Tam Chacham. He has to look presentable. Only on the upper part of the shoe. 
Our begilda, but on the the sole of the shoe, the 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 heel of the shoe, less lamba. Nobody will see it. Uben panta le'amar le'ba'archa. Only when he goes on the way. Our base if you use it in your house, less lamba. No, it's not a problem. Le'amar le'bi moisachama. Imagine in those days they didn't have sidewalks, they didn't have streets. So when you were walking around in the winter time, you were like walking with two giant pieces of mud. That's what you looked like. Everybody was walking around mud because it just stuck to your shoe. Nobody even saw what your shoe looked like, so it's not a problem. Who cares how many patches you have in your shoe? You're not allowed to even talk to you with your wife in the, in the, in the marketplace. Doesn't matter how she's related to you. Nobody knows who you're talking to. If you're talking to you shouldn't be in the Chabura, you shouldn't sit around with Amiratim. You'll come, they'll, they'll schlep you into the Shtusim. Don't be the last one in the, in the base measure. They'll say, you are negligent. Uh, since you said something, Hillel, I'm, gonna, no, I'm not going to point out. The kids, it says, you should not come last in the base measure. Whoever it's going to get to, should not be the last one in here. Now I'll take your question. What? Oh, online. That's right. He's not, he actually watches. When he comes late, he watches online. No for a fact. We are happy every time you come, Hill. Now you shouldn't take very wide steps. Why don't Every wide step you take takes one five hundred of your eyesight. So now if you're left with four ninety-nine, I'll take one five hundred to four ninety-nine. But a regular person as well. So what does it mean? How do you get your eyesight back? Rashi says. You should make Kiddush on Friday night. Other Rishonim say, and it's other Gemaras, other Rishonim, I think the, uh, the Mishabura brings, that you should put the wine in your eye, there's a whole discussion, if you're allowed to, you're not allowed to. There's other, there's other Pshatim here, what it means. What? Yeah, Abdullah, they say you should, but this is, this is, uh, this is Kiddush. Do you put Kiddush wine in your eye on Shabbos? It's a Rafua, Bechul, Bechul. Anyways, and last one. Mar. You shouldn't walk standing up straight. Even if you only walk for eight feet. Akash comes down and you're pushing him up to go back in Shemayin Dersiv. Have a great week. Tomorrow, 7.15.